Hello, everybody. Uh, it's been a little while. It's been a few weeks since yeah. we published our last episode, and uh, we've missed you. We have, and we haven't improved, but we are. We are just. <laughs> we just wanted. To. We needed to vent today, and we thought, well, let's put it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're listening to "Stop Me If I've Heard This," and I'm Susan Rice, and my buddy Art Kruger is here, and. Uh, Got some shit to talk about. <laughs> yeah, there's things going on right now. Man, there's things going on. Yeah. It's um uh of course we both have a head of steam and we put we put some uh we put a, a, a fritter from Heavenly Donuts on top of this Man. today and some coffee. So we're both speeding a little bit. That's right. Not a lot of Susan's sugar in my uh, two cups of one and a half cups of coffee into it and a little bit of little and bit a little donut. sugar and little i had sugar. dinner i had my i had breakfast prior to this not breakfast breakfast yeah. i had some fruit but still um and more than i usually have and you were asking me how come i put a sugar in my coffee oh that was hysterical when He's i got this fritter big, no let me explain this fritter this fritter is covered <laughs> in sugar and raspberries tire. it's absolutely delicious <laughs> And Art is always, oh, I'm just going to, I want the erythritol anti-sugar Monk crap. fruit. Monk you know, fruit sweetener. Monk fruit. So we've, I've got, we've got that at the, I've got that for him and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting there eating this thing. And I said, did you put sugar in your coffee? And he goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My God, why would you put sugar in your coffee? You got all this sugar mm. in front of you. No, you just have to, you, in fact, you have to put extra sugar in your coffee so you can taste it after eating a sweet thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's sci that's just science. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> so, You're crazy. yeah, by the end of this episode, I'll be happier than the start of it. No, well, what's going to happen is we're going to talk really fast. We're going to, we're going to rant really loud. We're going to keep going. And at the end of it, both of us are going to need a nap. And just warning you, there's going to be some ranting going oh, yeah. on because there's some shit going down in this country. I am telling you. We, you know that. Well, I'm not telling you anything new, but uh, we uh, also we want to make sure that we give a really fun. <coughs> excuse me. Yeah. Well, there it the is. Sugar. There it is, folks. There's, there's <laughs> the phlegm. You know, I, th I don't know if sugar has something to do with it. I think not. <laughs> Um, our our dear dear friend and one of our biggest supporters, Donna, is uh, having surgery today, and uh, uh, you guys send her all your healing thoughts you can because we love her so much, and she's been like, if not the most, one of the two most loyal supporters of this podcast from she's the beginning. She's just a lovely person. She and gave she me my first comedy gig ever. She was my she was Portland night and day. That yep. was her that was her agency. And I remember when I would I would come up from from LA to work, and my sister in law, sweet Connie, used to say, "Oh, Donna from Night and Day. Donna Night and Day called you. Donna Night, Donna and, night day. and Day. Donna Night and Day. And she <laughs> called it Donna Night and Day every day, every time. And so I automatically I go Donna Night and Day. Is uh -huh. Donna Night and Day? <laughs> Is that how she's on your phone? Yeah, Donna Night and Day. <laughs> and um, so uh, yeah, yeah, she's she's in for a fight, and yeah. we we love her very much, and. She gave a great little soiree over at her house last yeah, Wednesday, right. and um, we got together. And I loved how this is what my observation was, you know, because Donna Donna is a lovely hostess and always has always lovely that, yeah. food and yep. drink and stuff. 
and she did she didn't disappoint there was lovely food and drink and we brought some stuff people brought things to drink but i noticed that she had she had a lot of vodka and some and she had mixer and she had you know i thought <clears throat> it's four o'clock in the afternoon uh-huh None of us drink like that anymore, like that. ever, oh, ever. I we, can't. Just, we just don't. I wish you know? I could drink like that still. No, but we don't. No. You know, it's a I'm glass of wine. Yeah, or a it's, drink, and I'm like, okay. I know, it's night-night jammies for me if I have <laughs> something. So it's like, you never see somebody over 60 playing drinking games. No. Because they've no. learned. Because the then they can't find their keys and get home. <laughs> That's just, the game. No, yeah. drink one glass of wine and it's, drive carefully home. It's time. It's time to go home. It's time to, <laughs> to go, but um, doesn't mix with her meds well. <laughs> but um, anyway, and her daughters Bree and uh, Nicole are in town, um, and her son-in-law evidently also, and taking good care of her. So good, good, good. Um, Wish we could be there with you, Donna, right next to you, giving you a big hug. But we're giving you a virtual air hug right now, and so hopefully you'll uh, recover and get to listen to this and know that how much we love you. Yeah, um, we've had uh, uh, that whole day. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. I heard she called me to tell right. me about the situation, and then. It just, you know how you have those days? I mean, yeah, this is, and right. you and I talked about this, about when our friends start getting sick. I mean, we saw it with Dave, and Dave was so young. Right, He right, was only yeah. 55. Exactly, yeah, right. And he, you know, and uh, our, our beloved David Anderson, and, um, and we lost boats early, and... Mike yep. Boats Johnson mm -hmm. and comic friends, you all know what we're talking about. It's not just your, fr it's you get <clears throat> to a certain age and all of a sudden nobody really prepares you for, nobody talks about, oh, your golden years. Well, your golden years can be sent, spent alone because a lot of your yeah, friends right. die. Right. And it's just a different kind of grief. It, it's, it's just hard. And mm -hmm. I told Art, you know, turning 70 and being, um, I'm in pretty good shape. I mean, except for my knee, I'm in pretty good shape. Yep. But you get that sense of ur urgency, especially after the last two years. There's yeah. a sense of urgency of not to wait. Don't, Don't wait. Don't waste any time on it. Any, Don't wait. wait. If you want something to do, you yeah. want doing, do it. Yeah. Just do it. Right. Because there's no waiting anymore. And um, and when you need to say I love you to people that you feel like you haven't said that to, you need to say that. Uh huh. It just need you need to say it. Right. There's no holding back anymore. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I had that yesterday with a friend. I took her out for her seventieth birthday, and she's she's ill. She's right. Not doing well, mm -hmm. and she's trying to, but. As I was leaving, I said, I love you. And she says, I'm so glad you say that to me now. And I said, what? She says, Susie, I've been telling, she calls me Susie. She says, Susie, every I've been telling you I love you for years, and you've never said it back to me. And I said, that's not true. And she says, oh, yeah, it's true. Oh. And I thought, oh, yeah, I can be a bitch. Yeah, that's it's probably true. Uh -huh. I thought, I apologized. And I said, well, it certainly wasn't, it wasn't my intention not to say it. I had to think about it. 
Yeah, I know. How <laughs> much do I long. love you? <laughs> do I love you this much or do I love you just a little bit? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so. I'd show up for these get-togethers <laughs> wanting to say it, and by the end of it, I wasn't so sure. I'm just trying to get find my keys. So, that you know, anyway. But, so, that's just my little sermon. Be sh- Well, one of them today. So, be sure and... Um, Especially in these times when everything is so so crazy, ten- so tenuous, and we don't know what tomorrow brings, just be sure and say, I love you to the people that yeah. you love, and fuck you to the people you don't. <laughs> yeah, why not? What do you got to lose, really? No, you don't have to say that, but you can yeah. call me, I'll say it for you. And I'm, <laughs> I'm trying really hard. I got a family reunion coming up in July, three weeks, maybe. Oh, you love that. It's the thing I look forward to more than anything it is. all year long because it's a week of just Laughing. seeing my friends, uh, my family, and um, yeah, have some laughs. And we always hang out at McMenamin's uh, outdoor bar every night across the street from this place we rent. And uh, it's just the best. Um, and so this last three weeks, I'm like ultra careful. I'm like, God, boy, I'm going to be so pissed if I get COVID I now. Know. If I, I know. Oh, oh, I better not. You know, so I've been wearing my mask everywhere. Yeah, you washing know, your hands. Washing my hands. Yeah. Uh, oh God, that's right. And uh, no, you have. That's really <laughs> the deal. I I went to the store the uh-huh. other day and came home, started yeah. chewing on some chi- strawberries, yeah, right. and went, I haven't even washed my hands. <laughs> Don't do that. Anyway. So given that, I had to go shopping. Catherine wanted to make. We had um, a couple of uh, friends coming over, and we wanted to make. Uh, she wanted to make a Thai chicken dinner that she had seen online. With uh, velveted chicken, which is where you roll it in cornstarch and then just get it wet with uh, r- seasoned rice vinegar. And let it sit for like a half an hour or more. Oh. And it, it makes the chicken really tender, super tender. Oh, good. Yeah, that's uh, worth trying um, if you like doing that sort of thing. Well, Anyhow, you, guys, you guys are cooks. You do we cook. like to do yeah, stuff you you know, yeah. about that level. That's, that's enough. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but the, the ingredients for it were like Thai basil leaves, um, palm sugar, you know, yeah, some, some stuff, stuff you don't have. You don't get at Freddy's. Mm-mm. So I had to go to this, uh, the Pacific Market, Asian Market in our neighborhood. It's a great market. It's a great market, except that nothing is marked in English, at least. A lot of the labels oh, are. Right in Chinese, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's Chinese. Or Thai. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't know. But um, yeah, you know, the vegetables, you're like, well, that looks familiar. I guess I'll get one of those. You know, in different shapes. It's kind of fun. It is. It's kind of an adventure. Should take that phone thing where you can. Oh, that's what I should have done. The little translator app. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Didn't think about that. Well, I needed it when I got to the register because uh, uh, one of the things I got was um, a fish sauce, you know, that they Mm -hmm. use on cooking sometimes. Mm -hmm. And normally it's like a dark brown when you see it. The ones I've seen are are Mm -hmm. dark brown. Well, this one's like grayish with a little brown color doesn't to it. Doesn't sound right. Doesn't and it, sound it, it good. looked more gelatinous than like <laughs> liquid. And no. I thought, well, uh, you know, probably if you stir it in, it'll be all right. Well, I guess I'll get it. So I get up to the register, and the woman at the register uh, looked at it, and she looked at me, and then she pointed at it, and she goes, You eat? And I go, Well, well I haven't had this before. I don't know. I, I, I think that's what I'm looking for. And she goes, You eat? Again, <laughs> I'm like, well, that's a sign. I go, you well, I hope so. <laughs> I said, I hope so, and she started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other sign. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's <what> I- <laughs> 
No, I wasn't going to use it as a facial cream, but now that you mention it. No, I'm giving it to the dog. <laughs> no. Paint my walls. Did you ask her what it was? Um, she clearly couldn't communicate in English. Okay. It was a stumbling block. Uh-huh. And so I didn't see the point of, you know. Did you buy it? To it? I bought it. And I'm probably going to return it. But then we got it home, home and I told Catherine about it. And she goes, you better read the label. And it said, on the label, it said, may contain lead. Oh, like, shit. No. How do they even let that in the country? You know, somebody's not looking. Somebody Maybe missed it's not out. for eating. <laughs> it was with the food. Maybe it's for cleaning it's your funny. bike. <laughs> it was on the same shelf as other things that you eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Well, maybe not. <laughs> you kind of go back to her and go, you're right. Yes. <laughs> You're right. No eat. <laughs> no eat. Yeah, you you sell? <laughs> that's that's yeah. And the, didn't were you laughing? Did you get the right fish sauce? Did you eventually I, get the right? Well, yeah, I went to Fred Meyer and got the right. You kind can of, get went to Whole Foods and got the right kind of fish sauce. Yeah, you can buy fish sauce at at at, at Fred Meyer and at because uh, I I bought that. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I found it and palm sugar at Whole Foods. Did you have a? Uh, did, was it? Did it turn out well? Great. Really good, really tasty. Yeah, oh my, really nice sauce. And uh, Catherine made uh, salad rolls, you know, with a little rice paper. Oh, wow. And mm. a peanut sauce that was just like you'd get in any restaurant. Yummy. Yeah, so it was a really nice time. Did you use, cho- did you use, did you use chopsticks? No, okay. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I'm not a communist. You got to. <laughs> <laughs> You got to draw the line. I'm an American. (laughs) 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 Uh, Make American food accessible. (laughs) It was a little bit of an adventure, and it's nice to see some friends. And um, well, and you got to you got to venture. You stretched your cooking skills a little bit. Yeah, but I don't uh, cook. So there you go. That's I, all right. I open a can or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, when I was in college, it was uh, cooking with scissors. There was a yeah. thing called boil in a bag. Remember yeah. that? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> boil in a bag. Boil in a bag. Just the Ooh, name. It was just nasty. Mm. I know. I think I want to know, I you know, there's a shortage of ramen. There's a certain kind of ramen that everybody loves oh, and there's yeah. a shortage. And it's like... Mm. You, that's bad because uh, I mean, there's so much ramen that's consumed yeah. in this world. It's just off the charts. I had no idea. Oh yeah. But that's right. what you used to do is you used to go and buy. <clears throat> oh yeah. Ten packs of ramen for two bucks. Exactly. Right. You know. And you'd be eating for a couple of weeks, and you throw some like frozen peas in there and corn. I, you do something. Or you something. Know, something. Somebody <laughs> had some leftover chicken that they ate anything. the night before. You yeah. Just, yeah. Anything. <laughs> It was crazy. Yeah, that was, yeah, you know, that was you a, a lot of ramen and yeah. a lot of salt. That stuff is just full oh, of salt. That's just salt water. It's like so drinking seawater, basically. So this is us not having any segments except for we have Oh, I want to talk a little bit about more about food. Just okay, one more yeah, tip. Yeah. I learned if you get a chance, go to uh, any place that makes fresh pasta. I went to this little uh, oh, place yeah. on Sandy called Probador, and they have these handmade noodles there. That there it was uh, gosh I remember forget that uh, it was like uh, gosh it starts with a B uh, it was like spaghetti a thick spaghetti noodle I'm somebody out there mm-hmm. screaming at the their radio radio <laughs> the radio <laughs> right now <laughs> yeah that's, that's their how radio. old we are <laughs> screaming at the radio screaming, sitting in their living room <laughs> screaming at the radio. <laughs> And, uh, ah. but hey, you get some of that and oh man, it's so good. And then you get 
some of the uh, Italian tomatoes in the can from the Canzano district that are different. They taste different than They're any tomato sauce. Yeah. They're whole peeled tomatoes, and you chop them up to make a sauce out what's of them. What's the name of the, what's the brand? Um, I don't know. There's several different types, but they're, they're all from the Canzano uh, district. Oh. Okay. Um, and they have a flavor that you don't get here. You just can't get from California tomatoes. It's it's the soil is different. Right. The water's different. Whatever. I don't know. But I'm telling you, that's the best. Catherine hates tomatoes. Hates them. But she likes that stuff. So, anyhow, that's my other food Did tip you just take You're trying to talk and swallow at the same time. No, I had to burp and I was trying okay. to hide it. Try not to. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, Consano. That's a good, uh, I'll yeah. have to write that down. C-A-N-Z-A-N-O. I've seen that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I have seen that. Yeah, but make sure, because some of them say Canzano style tomatoes. Oh, and it has to be And they're cons- from Michigan or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, make sure it's from Italy, imported okay. from Italy, yeah. So that'll be now. They're about like five a, about bucks a, for a big ba- can. About $100. Yeah, it's like five bucks for a, a lar- large can, 16 ounce. This is me shopping now. Oh, God. This is me shopping. Yeah. I'm, I'm walking down an aisle. I pick up something and automatically, without filter, because we all know I don't have one, it's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm walking down the aisle yelling the Lord's name. <laughs> every chance I, I mean, it's just every stop. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. That's me in the grocery store now, yeah. and I am not the only one. Oh, no kidding, right? I am not like, the only like one. The that price are, of meat right now? They're just kind of going, what? Are you kidding me? You want $21 a pound for little teeny shrimp? Are you shitting me? I know. Yeah. It's, and it's going to get worse. Yeah, it is getting worse. At the very least, I'm eating uh, the best we can soup. hope for, I think, is that it stalls out and doesn't get um, well, any, that uh, it, mm-hmm. it's not going to get better. It's not going to get cheaper again. Well, it is, well, it, somebody needs to cons- take consumer goods may get a little, it may come down that way, but they need, somebody but needs supplies to needs, it has, it's going to take a long time for that to happen. Yeah, it is. Uh, all the and supplies, the gas, everything. The gas and oil needs to be regulated. They need to be sanctioned. Those, those, those guys need to, they need to come up and they are making they to be record to the profits. Flipping maximum. I'm so sick of that. Anything happens worldwide that affects oil immediately. You go, oh, boys, yeah, goody, goody. We get to raise the price of oil. Anything. Raise the, the price stop, of gas. And it costs pumping. them an extra few pennies, so they raise the price for a couple of dollars a oh, gallon. Oh, no. Well, we can't import any Russian oil, so we're you know, this, you know, and yeah. it's a fraction of what we import. They're making record profits, and they record. should not be. In a time when everybody's suffering. On the, on the, and I told you this, but this is a... This is me picking my battles. I really should. I, I need a. I need to get an app that says this is a battle to fight. This is not. Uh-huh. A to fight. No, yeah, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Just my phone should say, nope, let it go. And uh, <laughs> I'm getting gas the other day. Mm-hmm. And there's the you know Oregon. You don't pump your own gas, so it's great. And so this this young man is pumping. Is taking care of my car and t- pumping my gas. And I looked up. And, of course, here goes the non-filter. I look at the price and I go, you know, I don't think it's going to come down. I think it's only going to go up. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, this damn government. And I stopped mm-hmm. and I went, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Yeah. Stop right there. Right. You're going to get an, an education. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden and our government cannot regulate the price of gasoline. Right. They do not have – They. this is an independent company. Yeah. They can't say – 
charge this. The only thing they can do is flood the market with our reserves, which we can't afford to lose. Right. And that's not going to happen. Yeah. So. Um, the only regulation that's happened is between CEOs at the golf course when they start talking about what a prices they agree on to rise it to. Right. That's the only uh, regulation that's happening now. Yeah, it's it's insane that they have. Um, but this kid and I just and I ticked off the reasons, you know, just this, 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 you know, and he's just standing there and I'm thinking, oh, Susan, what are you doing? He's, you know, he's making minimum wages, he's pumping gas. It's like, and I, I, I looked and I said, I'm sorry, you caught me on a bad day. He says, no, you're right. I said, well, you should probably watch what you say to an older woman with gray hair because she has nothing to do but watch the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so The actual news. Yeah, the actual news. So, yeah. and he goes, he goes, yeah, they don't have the, I said, I just hope you're getting paid a decent wage. And he goes, no, they take care of us here. I went, okay, good. That's good. Oh, well, that's good then. Jeez. Yeah, but still, you know, I'm just like, I'm ready. I'm I'm just oh. ready. I'm ready to, to fight. I'm ready. It's just like I'm on the... Everything's going haywire, and, and it's I, so I'm stressful. Even though the pandemic has is not what it was, certainly, it's still out there, and that's a little source of tension that's just sort of hanging in your background, along with all the other stuff that's happening. You know what we did to relieve stress the other night? This oh, is do we want to know? Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, hey, we went to the theater. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to go see uh, Jason Rouse and uh, his buddies, his comedy buddies from the comedy troupe, the sketch comedy group troupe uh, that w- have been so much a part of Portland for years. They were all reunited to do a production of Weekend at Bernie's, which we had seen once before. So fun. And it's so fun and so funny. They wrote a script around the movie and... Um, they, uh, God, every one of those guys is so talented. It's just amazing. Um, and they hired uh, Pepe Raphael. Got up it, it, during the scene changes to sing When You're Hot, You're Hot. <laughs> and he just lit up the crowd every time oh, he'd get on great. stage. Oh, oh, great. He was just amazing. He was just so fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Or he used to be in a, he's Look, a, he you used to be in a comedy scene. you're talking scene. about oh, it. I'm telling you. That was, th- so it was such fun. a fun evening, such a nice time. And then next, we went over next door to the... Uh, uh, the Society Hotel, uh, up on the top floor, they have a balcony lounge. So we had a half oh. an hour of just sitting there in the open air and hanging out nice. with our friends. And uh, Yeah, it was uh, wow, just a wonderful, wonderful evening. And I recommend, there's one more weekend of Weekend at Bernie's. <coughs> Where are they playing it? Where the are they? Siren Theater. Down oh, Siren, <coughs> yeah, in down Town, in Old yeah. Town. Yeah. Right, I highly recommend. Go to the website, get tickets if you can still. Um, because these guys don't get together that often. They are working on that area too, th- where uh, they are. Right. <laughs> it's safer now. It's it's getting better. They really are working on yeah. that that neighborhood association over in Old Town. Uh huh. It's very strong. Yeah, it used They're to be getting a very shooting strong. range for a while down there. They are getting very strong. They yeah. are. Yeah, and they they actually <coughs> yeah. held a gun to Ted Wheeler's head and said, "We need I mean, help." We need help, they not a gun. We didn't have to look for one very long. I know, not, not a gun. But <laughs> they, they the went lounges. after him and said, this is crazy. Yeah, it was it was yeah. getting out of control. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, if you get a chance, go see Weekend at Bernie's this weekend. weekend one Bernie. more weekend, yeah. Fun. I'm telling you. Yeah, well, you that's be, good. That's glad. a good plug for a local theater. And I love him. Yeah. I love Jason. He's, He's he so was funny. He was one of our first interviews. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. I remember, yeah. He's great. Listen, we know that we're not on every week, and we appreciate when you do listen. And um, 
but <clears throat> if you liked us, maybe maybe pop back and catch some old I- interviews that we had. We had some great ones. Um, I would recommend Ron Osborne, which got us kicked off of Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> but it was a really funny interview. But it was a yeah. great interview. Yeah, and it was, was a great story, and I wish we had. I wish we had it on video because mm-hmm. he's so animated. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Ron was a, is a longtime um, comedian and lives in, uh, in Omaha right. now, but uh, was back in the area, and we got a chance to sit down and talk to him and reminisce, right. and it was just a hoot. We've had some really great, Andy, Andy Andrus is a really yeah, interesting. Yeah, he has an amazing story to tell. We had troubles with the sound on the first half of that. We had a two-parter. Do you remember that? That made yeah, us so Yeah, and that mad. was really frustrating. But um, still, the story holds up, and it's and I think Andy's doing well. He had a bad situation, yeah, right. but he's now his his cancer. But he's now yeah. he's, he's he's good. He's oh, he's doing that's well. Good. Thank I God. Think. But that's just it. We've had. I mean, this has been such a hard two years, and uh, you and I just kind of ran out of. We kind of ran out of happiness. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to keep keep smiling. Um, yeah. <laughs> And as I'm not great, I haven't run out of my grateful, being grateful, but I have run out of, you know, I, it's hard for me to get Lighten. lighthearted. Everything's fine. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Well, I, didn't, I wasn't having any fun experiences except for I was getting to work and stuff again. Right. But, um, yeah. Um, and then you watch the news and it just kills you. You know, um, on Meet the Press yesterday, it came out during the interview, breaking news, and it's now in the news. That a bipartisan party uh, group has yeah. come up with a new gun legislation to go Democrat after, from Ken- and they and don't want to call it red flag legislation because God forbid they call it that. Then yeah. you're talking about taking away people's rights. So they're calling it like a crisis intervention prevention. You know, have you seen the bill? Uh, no. It's pretty milkwood toast. It's pretty. Well, it's pretty. It's something, but it's not. It's, it's something. <laughs> that's all it is. It it's doesn't, something. It doesn't. It doesn't make anybody else feel safe it doesn't make us feel safe it, but no well of course not well the guns are still out there but well you you got to start somewhere and you yeah. know, it's something it is something it's say, the first piece okay, of legislation that i've seen a republican put their name on and we'll see how many of them vote for it the all the ones that have been saying that you know, the problem was the mentally ill we take care of well okay you're saying that but you let's target those people because they always tar- Tell. They voted against it. They always it. come out and say they're going to do this in one form or another. They're, they give the warning signs. And those are the people that this bill is designed to go after and say, look, let's get their guns away from them in particular. One of the things that they're trying to do with that bill is um, they're, trying to, they're trying to do a surveillance or yeah. keep track of. I'm not sure how they can do that other than, yeah. I mean, you've got some kid. I mean, the last, the last one. In Uvalde was an 18-year-old, you know, either dropout or graduate. Right. And granted, after the fact, they found that he had posted a manifesto. But after they found him and after he was killed, they found him. They found the manifesto. Right. But how are they going to find, I guess they have a way, but I just. And you know what it is? What? It's all those electronic birds. All the birds are robots. You know that, right? It, I think it's I think it's Jewish space lasers. <laughs> it's just Jewish space lasers. It is. It's, it's yeah, she was absolutely right. You get those. All the birds are watching you. God, you got crows st- in your backyard. That is close your grapes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's one yeah, of the things. I know. And, and um, <clears throat> it's complicated, and I'm sure they're going to miss some. 
Well, they voted down. Uh, but they'll catch some too. Funding to increase funding for mental health. I mean, they voted it down. Right, it was, exactly. been voted. It's a, anything yeah. that's, that speaks of social services, no, they just vote, it. they vote it down. They and this is honestly, and this this senator is it Henderson from Texas, uh, put his name on this bill, uh-huh. and I have a feeling he did it because he's probably not running again. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, you know, and if that's what it takes, fine. Right. Because he's a hundred years old. Get the fuck out. Yeah. I'm tired of my generation running this country. It's time for us to it's step time aside. For some young blood. Goodbye, Nancy. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, it's really time. And, I, and I love truthfully, her, but she's, I don't I love her, think love her. But Biden I, would say, look, there's other people that can take over now that we got Trump. AOC out. is amazing. Yeah, I don't I know mean, if she'd get elected. But huh? I don't know that she'd get elected, but she's amazing. I can't imagine that she'd she could win run the, the president. Sp- she as could be Speaker of the House. This country still hates women. She could, speak, she could be Speaker of the House. She could run it. Yeah, she could run yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to see that. But I'm saying um, yeah. uh, the fact that, a te- I mean, a Texan finally had to, had to, maybe he is running and that's why he, but 67, and it's probably even higher now, percent of Americans want assault weapons out of the hands of everybody. Off the streets. Off yeah. the streets and out of there. And you if know, they have to buy them back yeah. from people, then yeah, buy them back. And yeah, not all the guns are going to get recovered that way, and a lot of the criminals aren't going to sell them back. But we can't keep selling them. Don't just just don't it, keep it, pumping more out there all the time. You can't sell them to these kids, and they've yeah. with no background checks and, and don't no allow mental health. The uh, ghost guns either. Well, they can build guns with three D now. Yeah, that's the trouble. Is they that can the build ghost? All is the, that that yeah. is, is mm-hmm. that that is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will learn they something. make them out of like plastic, <laughs> I think. It's just. Yeah. And. And on top of that, I'm uh, I'm livid about. I mean, I saw this great meme, and I wish I had memorized it because it was just you know, the one one thing that would scare the hell out of the Republicans if the wi- if women in this country mm-hmm. had guns, all of us had guns, yeah, right? <laughs> because then they, you want to go after my rights, my my reproductive rights? Mm. You really want to? Mm. Let's, right. Let's talk about this. But <coughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, I, and I heard teachers. They'll lose every teacher. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Not everybody. They will. They will lose ninety percent of their teachers in this country because they do not want to carry guns. They don't want to be they're soldiers. S- they're still pushing that. They're still pushing I know. it. It's just an insane idea. The security guards haven't stopped the last three. No. You know, and they've there've been security guards. It, it, it's not the answer. One they know it. door does not. It's it's that's it's. They know damn well it's nothing to do with it. It's all smokescreen. It is, and it's um, but yeah. anyway, the um, you know um. You have, I mean, firewise, you have to have doors that are accessible to get out of. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, you could do crash bars to get out, but yeah. and locked from the outside. That's not the problem. That's not what's happening. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I wanted to shift gears a little. Speaking of Please misogyny. Do. Oh yeah. Um. We're, we yeah. both. W- I finished watching. Susan is in the process of watching. Uh, we need to talk about B- Cosby. On Showtime, if you want to subscri- if you want to see this, subscribe to Showtime for a month. It's free, free trial, thirty day trial. <laughs> this is one of the most fascinating documentaries I've seen in a while. And the first few times it came by on my feed, I'd go, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to see that. I don't want to hear about Cosby. Yeah, whatever, it's old news. But it's not, and it's just fascinating to see the absolute bananas dichotomy of OJ and OJ. 
You know, this guy that we all loved, it's, we all loved him as comedians, especially. He even was more, um, he was more of a surprise than OJ. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. he was an athlete and then he, and he probably did he steroids. Was, uh, he was educated, he was very educated. Yeah. He, um, he was, he stepped away from the Dick Gregory Ish, uh, image he, right of he political wanted, comedy he wanted to do i mean i love dick gregory yeah but he wanted to do comedy like dick gregory and then somewhere and they said they're not sure who got a hold of him that they said no you got to be different you got to. Yeah. and i know and for then a he fact, started talking about I know for keeping a fact it light that, uh, i know for a fact that dick uh, cosby when he started out and was doing stuff in the bar that he was tending was filthy he was dirty he was doing dirty jokes and stuff sure but um, I was just on the first episode that brought forth the fact that um, he was fascinated as a child about Spanish fly. That's an early comic in the 60s. He had a whole routine about as Spanish a, fly. As a 12-year-old boy. Oh, okay. He yeah. was, he was, there was advertisements in the back oh, of the right. magazines. Oh, right. Yeah, I sort of remember that. Yeah. And he and his friends used to laugh about the back how of comic they, books. Could, they could try to get this and give it to girls. And then it would make them have sex. They'd and have they, to. They'd, they'd go want, crazy and have to have yeah, it. Yeah, they'd have to have it. And yeah. it's, the drugging of that was, I mean, that... And it, it's a carry through. And, and he did it on one of the years, yeah. And he did it on an album that he called Only the Truth, or the, Bill Cosby, Just the Truth, or something like that. Right. Where he admitted his obsession with Spanish Fly, and he wrote this whole bit. It wasn't family friend friendly. It was right. not. It yeah. was not something that people were shocked that the, he did that kind of a thing. That he was talking about that. Right. And yeah. about because kids were listening to his albums and they didn't know what intercourse was. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, they didn't not not in the fifties and sixties. They had to you know not mm -mm. not unless somebody explained it to them. Yeah. And. It was. Um, it wasn't as it, you know. Sex wasn't out there as. And this is uh, Kamau Bale does this documentary. He shows a clip <sighs> from the Cosby Show where he starts, you know, joking around with his wife about this uh, barbecue sauce that it has something special in it that gets women feeling all, oh, you know, no. and yeah, he's obsessed with it. it like was. so, he was even kind of doing it on his Cosby Show. Well, he it was a through line in his <coughs> life. Yeah, right. And which um, is the bizarre thing to me. If you're that famous and good looking and powerful, wouldn't you just be happy enough with all the sex that the, the women would be throwing at you already? Right. The willing sex? To me, that's an aphrodisiac if someone wants to have sex with you. If, but his thing was he wanted them to be unconscious. He so didn't he want to deal with their emotion. Them. Yeah. In the way a serial killer owns its victims, he wanted to own them and their bodies against their will to hold that power over them. Right. Just as twisted and just. It's sick. Just the dichotomy of this guy. He should not who be was out. He being should a not dad be out. Yeah. And just doing the cosmic. And then this, like he'd get. And people knew. That's the thing that's really enraging. I've told about you it. this. People I knew he was doing it. Lock in his dressing room doors. He'd get the actress in there, right. lock the door, and say, "Here, uh, take this. These are quaaludes. You'll it'll help you relax, you know." And uh, or he'd just sneak them in their drinks, sneak drops into their drink, and drug them. And they knew the doors were locked. Don't well, go in the there. Well, this is the '60s too, and people were just they were popping pills. People big were doing money stuff. off of this show. They weren't going to challenge him. The um, the thing that um, well, two things. We um, you and I have talked about this before, but. I moved in 86 to L.A., and uh, the Cosby Show was huge. 
then. It was oh, it yeah. was on the air. It was on the air. And it was a number one show for a long time. Yeah, and uh, I remember being at Robert and I were talking. Uh, Robert Jenkins, uh, we were talking one day about. I think he was getting. He was invited to go over to um, over to the Playboy Mansion. <coughs> yeah, and he was weighing the fact that he's a married man and blah 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 and what uh-huh. you know, and and we were talking about well, you know, who do you think you'd see there? It'd be kind of cool to go just to you know rubberneck and see who's there. And yeah, that kind right. of stuff. It's like going to the Friars Club. You just sit there and pinch yourself. Oh, I'd be. Uh, oh, I'd, I'd be go. I'd, oh, he- oh, just hell yeah. to, to. Oh, hell People yes. watch. I think oh, that'd yeah. be amazing. Yeah. And somehow the conversation came around to Cosby, and um, Robert says, "Well." You know the stories, and I said, "No, I don't know the stories." Oh, and oh. then he told me, "He goes, well, there's something about him drugging women or something like that. I don't know if it's true. It's probably not true." Blah blah blah. And we and we sh- I shrugged it off. I didn't. I, I, it's just yeah. a rumor. It's L.A. How could you think that was true? L.A. is just yeah, not a big deal. Yeah, I'm on the road working right. with Bobby Schimmel, who knows him, mm. and oh. Schimmel tells me, "Oh, yeah." He goes, "Cosby, oh, he's a dog." Yeah. He's a dog. Mm. He's a dangerous dog. Wow. That kind of thing. And yeah. then he told me all these stories. And I was like, you're kidding. Yeah. I mean, I knew it. And I'm nobody. Yeah. You know, so you knew the whole industry knew these stories. Yeah, they did. Because those, a lot of those women were in the industry yeah. and they were not going to shut up. Yeah. And they shouldn't shut up. But yeah. nobody was listening to them and they lost their, well, that gal, um, she's an, she was a model and an actress. Oh, God. Makes me mad when I forget woman's name, um, and she, she, I mean, she was, she was one of the first ones to come out against him. Right. And she got, she lost her career. Right. Yeah. She lost her credibility. Right. It was just terrible. But my second takeaway from this is, uh, I only got about almost two episodes in, but what really hit my gut and I teared up was. Uh, one of the gals who was a bunny at, um, she was a bunny, which meant she was a server. Yeah. At at the uh, at, at the mansion. At the mansion. Yeah. Um, she had a daughter. Right. Uh, no, she had a son. She had a little six year old son. Yeah. And um, I don't think she was working at she. I don't think she was working as a bunny at the time when this happened. And she went to this party because she was also yeah. a singer, and this guy was going to invited her to his barbecue, and he was a he was a music producer, and said, "I really want to talk to you about your music and help mm. you out and stuff like that." So she went. She took her son. It was a barbecue. There was a pool, and she was out there with her son, and he was trying to save the the grasshoppers that were fl- floating in the water. So sweet, yeah, it, very sweet. And uh, she got called into the house, and her the host turned around and says, "Where's?" Let's call him Damien. This kid, and, yeah. And and she went, oh shit! And she went out, and he was dead. He was floating at the bottom of the at pool. At the bottom yeah. of the pool. Yeah. Six weeks later, she's at the at a club down on Sunset with a girlfriend, yeah. who's trying to, you know, get her out of her, trying to just get her away from the grief, the grief, and yeah. have a moment out. And Cosby's at the club, right? Sees the two of them, comes over, tries to hit on the girlfriend, not hitting on, and hits, hits, you know. And the girlfriend's not having it. Yeah. yeah. Her girlfriend's not having it. Just kind of like, and he puts pills down. And he goes. Well, he talks them into going back to his place. Well, he gave them pills first at the club. And then they both took these pills because it was the 60s. People went, oh, okay. Yeah, everybody you know. was doing drugs. And yeah. so they took the pills and she saw her friend start nodding off. And then she started nodding off. 
and she was disoriented, and he mm-hmm. talked. He says, "I'll take you home." Well, he never took him home. Right. He took him to this to this hotel. It was a office building so kind of thing. It's it was an apartment of some kind wow. that he had, and or the, he shared with somebody. Okay. Yeah. And they went um they went up there, and the girl her girlfriend passed out, and he went after her, mm-hmm. and. It was just yeah. too much, and yeah. and afterwards, I mean, she he raped her, he sodomized her, he did all these things, right? And she was so groggy that when she finally came to, and, and she says, "Well, how are we going to get home?" And he says, "I don't care, call a cab, get a cab, get yeah. a cab." Yep. And and she said, "I ran into him later, and I was so foggy. Mm-hmm. This will make me cry." She apologized to him. Yeah, that was this one of the most striking they things. They apologized, and they so all do. So many of these they women apologize. would wake up, and they would feel guilty. They would feel embarrassed. So they did. Oh, I'm sorry if I was out of, you know. And they, they, yeah. Some of them didn't even know they had been raped until, yeah, days later. Right. I want to know how many got pregnant. Right. I yeah, mean, I, I mean, know, yeah. it was one of these things that. This was what we were geared towards. Women, it was our fault. It was always our fault. Right. And, that, and women, mm-hmm. you know, L.A. doesn't attract real stability. Right. I mean, it, to be a creative person, there comes, there's, there's, there's some prices to pay for, to, to, to have creativity. A lot of that is low self-esteem. Yeah. And yeah, especially in women. And yeah. I, it, that just, it broke my heart that they kept there was another one who who did the same thing, and he came he came back for her twice. Yeah, and she had, she apologized, she apologized to him for yeah. for waking up in his bed and being and having to go home. He was yelling at her to go home, and she goes, oh, "I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. I'm just, I guess I I don't know what the drink or something. I don't know." And she apologized. Yeah, <coughs> and I just kind of go, "Oh my God, this this is a monster." He's and, a monster. And to see the reaction in the black community when it first started coming out, especially the men who didn't want to believe it, didn't want to accept it. Uh, you know, Because the they finally had a role model. Well, but, and there had been, so, yeah, a good role model. A for good one, yeah. The black community. And not only that, but the, um, just that there's been so many attacks on innocent black men over the years that have been framed and have been right. guilty or, or uh, they've been falsely they've been accused. Fr- they've been pro- yeah, profiled falsely. So, yeah. you know, their reaction was like, well, here we go again. You know, they, somebody gets too famous, they got to take him down. So there was a lo- real lag there before. Well, that's what happened. Yeah, that's what, you know, even, listen. Because he was doing a lot of good. That's the, God, that's the bizarre thing. He was doing a lot of good. He, he got black yeah. stuntmen for the first time. He right. He advanced the image of the black community way more than anybody else right. had or maybe has and he was really uh, philanthropic he he did a lot of really good things so his, get your head around his that education push his education push was amazing, Hyde, especially yeah. with the little kids yeah. his education push was was phenomenal these and even Kamabel says i was a child in the 70s i was born in 1970 yeah, right? i grew up with with all his educational shows yeah, you know, Fat Albert and all the other, but yeah. he says, and you know, he created these characters that were relatable because right. we all had friends like that. Yeah. You know, we all it was all that you know, 
it was part, it was cultural and it was right. really it really spoke to us and and it's it's a shame and then he got older and he turned on the black community yeah he did he became just this almost a conservative Republican Republican yeah. kind of telling them to pull their pants up and God that thing he said to have you got to the Wanda no, Sykes thing no yet? no I haven't I love her I gotta watch that please oh, don't, don't I'm ruin I won't it. ruin it for you but That's you know he turned on that he turned and basically started telling them you know blaming black people for being in the position that they're at even though he basically had, had money thrown at him since he was a kid you know his, he hadn't had to struggle no, and he was an athlete, went, and he got a, a yeah, scholarship and all that. Yeah. Things were handed to yeah. him his whole life, and it, so he was blaming the black. And then he was calling Eddie Murphy and and um, telling him to stop swearing so much, you know. Oh God! And <laughs> that's the funniest part <laughs> when Eddie Murphy's doing the Bill Cosby, and he's calling him up and say, "You're saying the filth, the flarn, filth, flarf, flarf, film." Filth, flarn. He goes, oh, what are you talking about? I don't say no filth, flarn, filth. And he goes, well, you know what I mean. I, I'm saying filth, flarn. I don't know the words you're... He goes, um, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm offended you called. Fuck you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so then he calls Richard Pryor and says, told him about this. And Richard Pryor, I guess this is in Eddie Murphy's act. Richard Pryor goes, uh, well, next time he calls you, you can tell him he can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, so I w- it makes me wonder if he hadn't gotten so high and pompous and high-minded right. and, and lecturing if he wouldn't have been allowed to kind of continue. I mean, I, I think it would have caught up with him. I, You know, I think eventually. Well, even I, there was just, I don't know if they'll show the clip and you can tell me, but they interviewed a lot of comedians, George Wallace and um, Jerry. Yeah. And, right. um, yeah. And, uh, there's just that quick clip where Colbert says, I can't separate yeah. the comedy from the man. And Jerry uh-huh. went, really? And I thought, you're on the fucking spectrum, Seinfeld. So yeah, don't don't look at somebody else and judge that, they, that yeah, they're different. That they're feeling more empathetic yeah, than you are. Yeah, they're feeling yeah. more empathetic than you are. You yeah. are not yeah, he, normal. He sometimes shows a little lack of empathy, I think. He's, for he shows a lot yeah. of entitlement. And I, I like Jerry Seinfeld a lot. But oh, he's... He's, tremendous he's brilliant as an but, artist, yeah. But he's not an empathetic person. He's yeah. just not that person. I, I wouldn't want him as a roommate. No, um, and he's also not. I've never seen him champion a woman, except for right. I haven't seen him champion a woman. Right. But, but that's you know, th- and that's his thing. It's fine. Whatever he wants to do, he's done very well. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have to be a philan- philan- philanthropist. He has to raise his children right. That's his job. Right. But, yeah. um, you know, I just. Uh, I'm I'm surprised because I have to watch the Wanda Sykes because you know she could just rip him a new yeah. one. Yeah, well, this was her interviewing people at the Oscars in the audience, and she interviewed him briefly. She's just going around with the microphone making jokes with mm-hmm. every person, and um, he starts. She starts making jokes with him, and he just sits there with the most arrogant look on his face, not even acknowledging, not even turning towards her with his sunglasses on, <gasps> um, not even acknowledging that she's standing there. And I won't tell you what he says because I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, uh, you really saw the monster side of him from time to time. And just that, just that cold. Wow. And you know, that was what my, one of my takes from it was that uh, one of the people being interviewed said, yeah, a lot of people call it Jekyll and Hyde. I'm going to say no. He knew all along. It wasn't a transformation. All along, 
He, he tried to tell people. these women. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. He made plans. He picked them out. He picked them out, yeah. and he targeted them. It, it wasn't just a, somebody I saw in a bar situation. It was people that he was... Well, like the, la- the one and who he actually cultivated su- his image to protect himself too. That was what the, else they were saying. Right, he cultivated g- that kind right. of right. The gal who sued Cosby him, the guy who actually sued him. Mm-hmm. I was looking up her name. I wish I could. I'm so bad at that. I'm so bad at names. Yeah, um, was an athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was an athlete, and 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 she, he lured her back to his his home. Yeah, that he had. Okay. Camille wasn't living in that house. He was. It was someplace else. Yeah. And because they had several, and you know, she. She was the brave. She was so brave. She was incredibly brave. And yeah. that that and he lost that one. I mean, she lost right. that one. It was yeah. the second one that he got. He got convicted on. Yeah. And it's yeah. like. That's just was it the second one? Uh, I don't I remember the was, chronology. I think, of I think it, he went. Well, Gloria Allred. In any case, his, she wants her dozens and dozens of yeah. women have since come out with similar stories of him. Does and some of them were, you know, just yeah. It's yeah. I think some of them came forward even on this. After this, yeah. maybe more will come out. Yeah, because he's been released, you know. And why? Yeah, 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 I know. He was he was in jail during COVID, and they were like. Right. Oh, we don't want to keep this old man in here. Well, if he dies, he dies. And okay. he looks all infirm. You know, he's, he's, his vision is going. Well, his vision's, yeah. And he's got, like, a new freckle for every woman that he's raped <laughs> on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's angry. And the, the best quote for the whole thing, and you, might, you may have gotten to this, was I the woman, it. I can't remember if she was a, and no, she was a writer for one of the magazines. Oh, Ebony, Ebony. Was it Ebony? M- Might have been. Ma- when this came out, she said, about the way he was protected on the show. She says, you know, she goes, I, I heard that and I just wanted to, I just want to launch the whole industry into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one that played his oldest daughter. Yeah. On, yeah. The, on the, on the Cosby show. Yeah. Um, spoke out. Right. I'm blanking her name too now. I don't know if she was approached, if he tried to groom her, you know, that Hard may have been have why been, Lisa, ben- been surprised. Lisa, Lisa Benet left. Oh, oh, did she? And I have a feeling she left because he was trying to groom her. Could be. Could very well be. Yeah. She left the show. Yeah, okay. Everybody was like, what uh, he, happened to Lisa Bonet? She finally got uncomfortable being around that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it, it ties into, okay, I'm going to go circle back around here. Okay. Because I saw the most interesting interview from a woman in England who's uh, written an article about gun control in America. And one of the points she made why is it that the very people, the Republicans, that are um, refusing to do any legislation about gun control are so, because of personal rights and government stay out of my business, are so eager and willing to pass legislation, uh, r- reproductive They want to get into rights. our uterus, yeah. Yeah, um, and what she was saying, her answer to that was that it's not really about reproductive rights. It's really about white patriarchy and control. white nationalistic yeah. patriarchy yep. that's what it's really all about yep. it's just maintaining that status quo they that has nothing to do with they don't want they, they don't, don't want they rights. don't want women to have any power yeah. over over anything including right. their own bodies right. and and they don't want to take care of babies even if you know, they have them they no. don't care they want oh no just make sure they, they have w- them they want white ones but they don't necessarily want n- n- they they really don't want to talk to them until they can vote 
right. or pay taxes. Yeah. And, you know, it's... So... And, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, um, right. it is about, it's all about pa- the patriarchy. I still believe, because I'm prisoner of hope, that <laughs> for every you. negative a movement, there's a positive movement that we might not be hearing about. Um, for every group, Christian group, that wants to adopt these babies so they can raise them as fundamentalist Christians, yeah. there's also an AOC out there who's going, no, we got to move forward. We've got to educate the, we're the children younger. we have. We have to give them a chance to be right. brilliant. Voters are getting younger. If you're young, vote, you know, because you see what's going I, on. I do. I, You know, it's, um, yes, and... I should talk to my my grandnieces and nephews more because they're fighters, man. These kids are fighters. I've mm-hmm. got I've got a niece who's fifteen, who is so informed. She's right. so informed. Right. Her mother and father are both. Her father's an educator. He's a yeah. teacher, and her mother is an activist. And these kids have been schooled, and they know. I mean, they correct me with, "Suze, you ha- you you can't say she." Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Right. Tell me what I should say, but I want to be. I, I want to know. Yeah, right. I don't want to You know, be the and they they laugh, and I go, "No, you guys, I don't want to embarrass myself. You yeah, have to I tell know, me yeah. how to do this." Right. And I think more older people will ask, and we yeah. want to hear from these kids. We want to know. Well, I've learned to ask. Yeah. And, well, you've got you've got a young son, and, you and know? yeah, Liam was uh, he was up on every issue too. God, he'd go scour the internet for all these topics, and. You know, he knew more about a lot of these topics than I do, and I watch the news. And they're, they're the ones yeah. that give me hope because yeah. they're brilliant. Yeah. They're coming up with alternative ways to, to yeah. do stuff. They're, they know that they're going to have to live communally. Right. In, it's not going to be having the American dream and having the house in the two-car garage. Right. Is never, has not, never been their, their dream. No. Nope. They want sustainability. They just want the planet to live. And yeah, yeah, they want sustainability. They want they want to be able to, to travel the world and be mm-hmm. part of the world. They're global. They're right. not just you know, it's and that is, that's the hope. I, I talked to my niece today, uh, yesterday. She's um, she, my oldest niece, Erin teaches out at Twelfth High School, and um, she teaches ESL. And she went to her high school graduation. I'll probably cry. Um. And she's been there just two years, and she was there during the during the pandemic. Was she, mm-hmm. This is her third year, anyway. Right. She's she was there during the pandemic. Oh yeah, she started, and we hit the pandemic. She started in twenty of Mar- uh, January of twenty. Right. And then we went into the pandemic. Right. But she teaches these wonderful kids, and she keeps getting these kids that are just amazing, amazingly brave, and mm-hmm. you know, because she's teaching. Hispanic and she's got she's got Iraqis she's got Russians she's got I mean there's just all these wonderful kids and trying to get them through and they these tests are terrible that they try to make them pass before they can graduate you know English speaking people can't pass these tests mm-hmm. let alone a kid who's literally gone to school sitting on the sand someplace right that's it. They've never been in a school. A lot of these kids have never been in a, in a school. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she went to the graduation. And um, a lot of these kids, she knows because they all hang out in her room. She's had some of them. And she said, you know, the families 
their families are not documented. Some of them are not documented, and they don't like to go out in public because it's it frightens them. Mm-hmm. But they kind of huddled together, and they came as as because these are the first people to ever graduate from school. Right. So they're first graduate, and they just. She says it was raining, and they were there, but they they all show up to this graduation, and they were just yelling and screaming, and you know, cla- and they just were, they were the noisiest people there. And she says my heart just swelled because it meant so much to them, you know. Right. It was just a lovely thing, and and some of them were ye- waving at her from this Miss Rice, Miss Rice, you know, this mm, kind of thing. Just yeah. so, and she says, you know, th- as hard as it is, that's your hope. Mm-hmm. That's your hope. They've had this accomplishment. Yeah. Now they have to take that and pass that on to their children. Right. You know, and a lot of, a lot of them are living in a two bedroom apartment with eight or nine people. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're just trying to get by. They're trying to get by, and they right. all they all work. These kids all work. Yeah. They don't have. They have jobs. Many they, of them more than one. They work job, till yeah. m- they work till midnight. Yeah. I mean, it's just. It's stuff that American kids don't have to do. Yeah, well, some, some, not all American, but you know, Tualatin. This We're generation to has to work harder than we did, I think, to pay. Well, rent. yeah, but I'm saying, <coughs> yes, there are white kids in poverty. Absolutely, there is a lot of kids in poverty. But right. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm but sorry. these are. But these are. These are children that. Um, yeah. Everything's new to them here. Right. Anyway, yeah. that's that's the hope you have to take away and say. Okay, you know, immigration's not a bad thing. Right. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It makes us global. It ma- it brings right. us it brings us new ideas. It brings us new people to know. It's a good thing. Yeah. So anyway. Um should we should we should have ended happy. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> With well, a joke. If we need a lighter topic, yeah. um you're watching the hearings, right? <laughs> I'm watching and screaming. Screaming at the oh television. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my God. I'm, yes. <laughs> Sorry. We warned you guys at the top of this. I just want to remind you that this we were going to be, be ranting and railing. Hey, it's been a while. They haven't. We haven't been together, have right. we? No. Listeners. So, yeah. No, I, I watched a little bit. of. I've been watching the highlights, catching the highlights. I, so I, no, I, I, watched, I watched Thursday night. Yeah. And then and this morning, right? Some. And the sad thing about it is, is the people that are already are already, you know, understand what actually happened and how close we came to losing our, our democracy yeah. are watching them. The people right. that need to watch it are not. But when I saw Thursday night, I I just wept openly. I couldn't help it. I yeah. Watching Actu- that... Actual riots and people getting... Watching the footage that we've never injured. seen before yeah. and people just... The hatred on their on their in their mm-hmm. in their voices and the and the screaming and the yelling and these poor police officers just trying to do, you know, the right thing do and one not wanting to hit people and they weren't hitting them they were pushing on them and they right. were pushing on them they were being beaten, I was losing it, yeah, and um, I got so angry at listening to this testimony about how he just kept denying it and then this morning I got up and watched Bill Barr. That motherfucker. I know. Where's he should go to jail. Yeah, it's like, well, wait, where's, where's thi- where was this Bill Barr in the end of his presidency? I don't remember this guy, you know, standing up to the president and telling him, oh, I don't agree. You know, where were you? He was doing his bidding. Yeah. He was his personal legal lawyer. He was his lapdog for the... 
he yeah. and Rudy Giuliani really. But right. anyway, yeah, that's just the saddest case. He's just a oh, sad old man. He's sad drunk. old drunk. Yeah, but every single one of these guys that I listened to this morning were. You know, we all told him it was this, this, and we told him that, and we told. Him. Yeah. I go, but not one of you motherfuckers stood up and said to the said world it publicly, yeah. The emperor has no clothes. Right. Yeah. We are we are being governed by a madman. Yeah. Right. Not one of you had the guts. Right. You're all cowards and you're all complicit. While people in nineteen in two thousand twenty were dying from the coronavirus, you were worrying about your your political and Career, career yeah, ass, yeah, right, yeah. and to me, you need to be deported to b- over someplace else. Get out of my country! I don't want you here. Right. I'm sick of them. Uh, and it, the thing I kind of took. They're all men. F- <laughs> well, well, not Kellyanne Conway needs to go. Let's try not to lump all of us in that same group. Okay, no, 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 no. Um, I just, I think um, the thing that I took from it this morning, as much as all that, was also the what a grift it was for Trump and his camp to raise. Like half a billion dollars, something like that, for legal fees, which you couldn't possibly spend. Right. On if you hired a thousand lawyers, you couldn't spend that much money. So, but the money, and it's still going on. The Republican Party oh is still using this lie that they know is a lie to keep fundraising and keep stirring it's, up the masses into thinking that horrible. they've been victimized because they're. They should have to return all that count. money. They should have to return yeah. it to them. Yeah. Right. He should have to pay every single one of those people now, back. At what point do people actually go, wait a minute. Because they're cultized. This guy's just bilking money out of me. They are cultized. They have been, they yeah. have joined a cult. Yeah, right. And it's just, and there's millions well, of them. Well, I'm just, oh, who knows? In the end, it all comes down to, because they're going to find more than enough evidence for his guilt. If the DOJ moves on felonies it. in right. Georgia, starting with Georgia, Georgia's right. going to be the one. Up, I think Georgia's going to be the one that's going to put the first indictment on his ass. One felony is all it takes to keep him from running a, as president again. Just one felony. It's going to take one person who has a pair to actually stand up and say, "No, we've got to follow through on this," because the Department of Justice doesn't even want to follow through on people that won't show up for the depositions. You it's going to be Georgia, and it's going to be that. It's going to be the the uh, attorney general. I hope so, man. I really she's hope. She's not <coughs> the, the, the yeah for the county for Ful- right. is it Fulton County? I, can't I remember. think so. Yeah, it was Fulton County. Yeah. And uh, she's going to go after him, and it's a black woman. She's already b- and mm-hmm. she has had so many death threats. Oh yeah, Anybody, she's in Georgia. The fuck, the people counting the votes were having death threats because they weren't coming out votes for Trump. You know, it's all ins- down the line, up and down the line. There's it's frightening. Well, look what happened this weekend, too, yeah. at the Pride Parade in, in oh Boise. God. Really? How ugly was that? People showing up with guns, saying, you're not going to program, you're not going to groom our the kids. The person that made the phone call, <coughs> that's a patriot. Uh-huh. The one that called the police and said, I just saw guys getting right. in the back of a U-Haul. They're all wearing right. uniforms. They're all dressed in riot gear. Yeah. You need to pull them over. Yeah. And they did. Right. And they, that person is a patriot. They saved how many lives? Right, yeah. How many people? They would have attacked that it's parade. Insi- of course they would They were headed there to do it. Yeah. You know? And so it's it's going to be that. It's going to come down to who's got the balls to stand up. Uh, somebody's going to stand up to Fox News because of the hate that there's, the lies and the, the hate that they're spreading. The have to grow up They here. need to crack down on them and say, look, you can't keep telling lies and calling it news. You have to stop. If you want to... 
run a scrolling thing across the bottom of your screen for entertainment purposes, purposes only, you know, like the lottery. We're just kidding. <laughs> yeah, none of this is true. Yeah. But yeah, you can't represent yourself as actual factual news when you got nothing well, to do with I think they the all fact. should have, they should all have uh, indictments slapped on them too. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, because they killed people by, by, yeah. by promoting the fact that the coronavirus was right. false. Lying about that. And while they're all wearing masks and vaccinated. And vaccinated. They're, yeah. that's, that to me is, that's, that's yeah. just, that's, that should be. Yeah. They're responsible for thousands of lives. They really yeah, are. They are. And, um, the big lie, you know, they need to, they've uh, perpetuated that. They, well, Hannity had said a lot. They got a lot of people out to that rally. So um, he, I think he needs to be held accountable for his part in it. Too. By the way, just on a personal note, I want to tell you this because I haven't told you this before. Um, somehow, I think it's a listener. Mm-hmm. I've been getting email, I've been getting text messages. Oh. Saying, be careful. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm sure, yeah. Well, I guess we'll hear now, won't we? <laughs> I know. I I, uh, I saved it. Uh-huh. I have the number. And it could have just been a concerned person who, who out there is like, God, you know, there's wackos I, out there. Be it's careful. It's so weird. Who knows? I tried to look the number up. Yeah. But I, I think we're all going to have to have, we're going to have to have that mindset of, okay, it's going to come down to. We got to stand up to it. We have to. We stand have up to stand up to it. We can't let people like that make us back down. We, if we do, our 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 futures, our, women and children are not going to have an education. They're not going to be. We won't. We'll lose our rights. We'll yeah. lose our. And that's right. what they don't understand is. Right. They keep saying you can't have my rights. What rights have you lost? Right. Yeah. What rights have they lost? Yeah. They have not lost anything. No, nobody's asked to take your gun. No. Like you keep saying is going to happen. Right. Right. And 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 all the women you've knocked up, you haven't had to pay child support right. on because they got an abortion. Yeah. You pieces of crap. Right. But I'm just saying. Yeah, it's going to then they're going to go for gay rights, then they're going to go for free speech and they're going to go for all the other rights that we've taken for granted for so long because we live in a democracy. Well, the re- re- so, the, yeah. the religious right. You know, all the religious Sorry everybody if this was too political for you. And and all <laughs> all the nonprofit churches need to they need to prove that they are helping at least four families mm-hmm. and promoting goodness and light and love. To keep their to keep their nonprofit status, mm-hmm. I'd say even more than that. Mm-hmm. But they cannot legislate, right? Yeah. It's tough. They cannot. They cannot control us anymore. Yeah. That, and that is just that's insane. Well, on a on a. So what are you doing? Are you? I'm working this week. What are you doing? I'm, we're gonna have to wrap it up because people are going. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Wow. Well, uh, they should get together more often. <laughs> I, I need a break from all this entertainment. I, know. <laughs> I told you we had sugar and uh, and righteous <laughs> indignation. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> uh, and you don't usually get. Hopped, I don't usually get this wound you're up. Hopped, you're hopped. But yeah, I'm really sick and tired. The 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 shootings. Uh, I, I mean, it's, how do you not the see children. that? Just be heartbroken. All of it. It's just too. Too much. How can and Greg it, Abbott do that? It he, feels children. like there's we're in for some change. It feels like I'm just my hope is that the midterms won't be what they've been predicting all along. It won't be just a massacre of the Democrats. That enough people will go. Wait a minute. You know, no, I don't feel that way about guns. I don't feel that way about b- reproductive rights. And Every Republican senator should have to look at the autopsy 
pictures of those children. Yeah. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. I'm trying that, to end this on a happy note. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. See, I can't. So switching gears. Eat um, some more of your donut. I know. <laughs> no, I can't. Ah, I want the sun to come out. Anyway. Um, yeah. I. Uh, yeah. It's been a We're week. We're thinking about you, Donna. We're thinking about you, Brad Upton. Uh, we're thinking about you, Dwight. We're thinking about you, Mike Wally. All of our friends that are battling health challenges right now, our hearts are with you. Um, get better. Um, yeah, because you guys are the ones that make um, you make it. You make people's lives easier and better. Yeah. And um, uh, Brad, you got a big fight, but man, yeah. like I said, if anybody, yeah, that that disease does not who, who does not know who it's taken on. Yeah, you know, right. you are a fighter, so right. yep. you're gonna get better. And I'm uh, hopeful that Donna will uh, will have a great outcome. So, yeah. all right, you guys, um, tell your friends you love them. Tell your family you love them. Tell your dog you love them. Uh, and uh, and go see Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> go this see coming weekend <laughs> at the Siren Theater. Right. If you need a laugh, like we clearly do. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm going to, yeah, we, it's just good to see my buddy. So we've had a good time. I'm sorry if we, we took off, but you could have turned it off. Yeah, you know who we are. <laughs> yeah. If you know us, you know who we are. You right. knew there was the chance of this. Right. And we, we went a little long, but like I say, you know, if you think about all the episodes we didn't do, right? Right. And, and, so and you won't just... have to listen to us now for a couple more weeks. So we're good. <laughs> all right. Have a good week. Uh, take care. Thanks a lot. Thanks, everybody. 